0: Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about The Expanse, Season 4, Episode 3, I almost said Season 3, uh, got 3 on the brain. Uh, the episode's called Subduction, uh, so full spoilers for the episode as always. Uh, first thing I'll bring up is uh, we were, cl- got, a, got a clarification in the comments uh, last episode we were talking about how far out the ring is, because we were talking about the the uh, the message time for the videos. Yes. Um and we were saying that the ring being somewhere near Jupiter ish, because that's where the belt is, um, the, the, the distance may actually be quite similar between that and Mars and then Mars to Earth. Uh, however, we were incorrect. The ring's actually beyond Uranus. So uh, so if it's six All hours right. to get to Mars, then I don't know, another hour maybe <laughs> to get to Earth. I don't know.
1: It's, yeah, God I does don't know. I'll ballpark uh, you.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, so yeah. To, Ring-
1: to be fair, there was something in this episode that implied that it was a bit of a journey anyway.
0: Yeah, they said something took months, yeah. It was like a long journey, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, we actually picked this
0: episode up right where we left episode two off, um yeah. with Holden and Alex um out, out by the, the structure. Uh you know, Amos is still down there, kinda still staring after the aftermath of the shooting. Everyone's kinda, you know, distraught. Uh, all this is going on, uh, so yeah, we'll start kind of. I think with the base. Um, the one thing we'll mention about the the structure is that it seemed to set off. Uh, I mean, Alex later on called it a a circuit that he that he hooked up. Uh, but basically, he's a, like a, a very specific chain of lightning, uh, lightning, lightning uh, was hitting every so often, and a straight line essentially going round the planet, starting from the structure. Uh, it goes through the the the, the you know the settlement. It only hits at one place, uh, but it's a scary moment, and then it keeps going and goes all the way around the planet to a set of islands somewhere. Yeah,
1: he mentions that it's going in like you know set increments of time and distance. Yeah, there's always thirteen bolts per discharge, which he mentions. You know, there's thirteen moons, so he's assuming it's linked to that somehow.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if the islands were like the direct opposite side of the planet, or if they were just somewhere more specific than that, but um obviously once it does that obviously other stuff starts happening we'll get to that later uh but i mentioned the lightning because the lightning uh happens uh yes you know, it an, in the settlement um and kind of almost distracts everything there the, the team get on the comms with each other and kind of like you know fill it around and holden just tells him us to keep keep on top of things in the in the camp and uh that he does in a number of ways uh so that, that's it light. this lightning blows out the a generator or whatever right there's a number on their electronics and amos is trying to help uh mortuary is saying no one helped them like our team no help
1: just leave them to fend for themselves you know, Yeah, they, they chose to be here they can do what they want
0: yeah so amos is trying to help naomi takes it upon herself to leave the ship to come and help you know as an engineer and you know she almost has an attack just to try to go up the ladder to to leave
1: yeah, you're like, right. okay, this is clearly not going well.
0: Yeah, she, she rushes out of the med bay, takes a quick reading, and then takes a shot and then, okay, puts her heart rate down and it's like, alright, fine, but I mean, that was just one rung of a ladder. <laughs> like, we got yeah, a lot more to go. It was a pretty
1: easy start, you know, as things go.
0: Yeah, uh, but she's, she's out there, she's helping, she's doing doohickeys, she meets uh, Lucia and her family, and uh, we find that Lucia's daughter uh, wants to go to college on either the Bell or maybe even Mars or Luna uh you know for whatever she wants to do because that's because naomi did it in the belt um but her family's like, no you're staying here we're starting a new life here you can't just go back back now <laughs> like we're kind of yeah. uh, so we get a little bit of family turmoil there um but we have amos uh, at one point shorts out uh the thingamajig i don't even remember what he said it was uh but he's like hey naomi you got any of these and she's like nah sorry i'm all out it's like and he looks over at the, the you know the the I guess the RCA, what they're called, the the you know the security team. Yeah. And he's like, hmm, that's okay. And I'm just like, oh god, so what are
1: you gonna do? He must causing trouble. Never would have guessed that. And would
0: he happen. just strolls on over, like as happy as can be. Goes to pick up a crate, and a couple of the guards are like, "Hey, what are you doing? You know, we've been told to. No one's allowed to touch it. That's it's ours." He's like, mm. "You're not using it." And he's like, "Put it down." So he drops it on his foot, and immediately starts beating the shit out of two or three of these guys uh, without much effort. And a bunch of them pull their guns, and it's only because uh, uh well, his F buddy <laughs> basically comes out. I think quick. I've not got her name yet. It's
1: Chandra. It's Sha- is it... Chandra. Yeah, you're right. Chandra.
0: Yeah. Joe, Joe, it threw me off. She, she has a her- photo on IMDb. She's got the frizzy uh, hair, big curls. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't it sticking out to me. It's I was uh, I was person. using
1: um amazon's quite fantastic x-ray system where if you just get to you know a, a scene where they're in and you just you know if, if you're watching on on the desktop browser and just you know move your mouse over it ah, pop up with everyone in
0: the scene you know what i recognize them now that i've read that she was robbing in the boys she was yeah
1: yeah you know what we're just talking about you know you know nonsense stuff here now uh, uh amazon finally added the 4k version for season four so i'm quite happy oh it took a couple of days yeah, it took a couple of days. I mean, we didn't watch one yesterday, admittedly, but uh, so I don't know if it was there yesterday, but uh, it it wasn't there. Uh, it, it was at least late Saturday when they added it, or if not, yeah. sometime on Sunday. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So I was checking because I okay. wanted to, to watch the next one in 4K. Yeah, so Shandra
0: comes right out and stops everyone from shooting them. And she runs up to him because he almost just keeps walking. He picks up his thing, his box, and his generator. And he's just She's he's like, do, do
1: you want to get shot?
0: Look. Like, Nah, no, not really. <laughs> well, I mean, I do work for Mercury. I'm gonna to have to shoot you if you pull something again. Like He's like, Okay, fair enough. Uh does this mean we're not gonna be screwing anymore? He's like I mean uh, I mean no, I guess not. I mean like, Okay, cool, see you later. <laughs> <Just
1: kidding. laughs>
0: Hell that wasn't even the first famous moment that made me laugh. Earlier on, uh, when they're on the comms with Holden and that, he explains what happened in the camp with you know one of them getting shot. You know, Naomi's kind of pissed because he's shot on our man and whatever, and uh, quite rightly. Uh, and Amos just casually says, oh, do you want me to shoot Murtry? And Hose is like, no, don't shoot anyone! <laughs> uh, classic games. Oh, it's great. And of course, he gets everything up and running and as he's doing that, he's leaving this little, you know, the little, uh, you know, hut that or whatever he's in, little module, and Murtry's sitting in the car and he's waiting for him, like behind a shelf. And he's like, hey, you attack some of my men today. And he's like,
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he just—he's so casual about all of it, isn't he?
0: he so is. He's so—he's so calm. And what I love about this is that he—he's—he's he's saying that he recognizes Murtry. He's saying he's recognizing him as a killer. And he says, from one killer, from one killer to another, don't try any of this shit with my crew, because you know. And Murtry, like, even at this threat, is like, "Hey, like this is going to end with you and me bloody." And he's like, "Why not right now? I'm free." like and i think i think it it does set them apart in the sense that i mean obviously first of all amos has these people around him who kind of guide him morally speaking (laughs) so it does that but even but even inside from that this sets up murtry as the more of the coward between them because
1: i think i think
0: murtry's murtry's well not refusal but murtry's lack of jumping in right here and now says to me he'd rather be more of a weasel
1: I think yeah, uh, it's also just the fact that Amos has long accepted what he is and who he is. Right? He, he's sure. pretty self-assured that he's he's a bit of a dig back, and he's okay with that. Um, it, Motri, like it, this might be the first time he's killed someone. I don't know, but um, you know, Amos. Has I don't, no, I don't you, think
0: so. I would, probably, I would, I would just, I guess not, not. But either
1: way, you know, he's like, "Oh, you're just a killer," and and he's like, "You know, you, you kind of dress it up and give yourself excuses, but." Ultimately, that's that's what you are, and we, we we both know that, but I don't think Murtry's kind of really accepted that, because like he says, he has to have these excuses of, mm. oh, you know, they were threatening me, whereas Amos just, just doesn't. he's way past that.
0: I'm getting the impression that Murtry's really going to upset us before Amos ev- eventually puts him down at the end of the season, and we're going to cheer.
1: <laughs> I really hope so.
0: I think he's going to really upset us and do some nasty shit. I mean, obviously there's some nasty stuff at the end of this episode because there's a couple of the Belters who are kind of talking about making a sort of attack to sort of like gain control uh, throughout. They try to talk to Lucia. Uh, Murtry even goes to talk to her under the guise of tightening his knee brace. Um, uh, and this is when Naomi comes out and yells at him for all the bullshit he's pulling. Oh, you want help from the doctor here, but like you're not helping any- with anything else. And... You know, that's when Naomi has. I mean, it's not a heart attack. I mean, but I mean, Lucia says she thought it was a heart attack at first because that's what it looked like.
1: Pretty understandable, yeah.
0: Um, but you know, he he's actually got the whole place under surveillance. He hears a lot of these conversations, and at the end of the, I mean, the episode ends with him just gassing these people. They come running out. They've got a firing squad just standing there waiting to put them down, and he comes over and just takes that final shot.
1: Yeah, this is one where he's definitely going overboard, but. They 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 kind of brought it on themselves to a degree, right? In that they were plotting this attack and they were going to do something violent. I mean, as as opposed to you know the the first encounter, you know the, the you know at the end of the second episode where it was just a baseless threat. Well, now here's the thing, though: like it doesn't justify
0: any of this because no they, they had them they had them down for the count they didn't like this this was again shooting without the need to actually kill oh, i mean of course, yeah. the last person who pulls out a gun and starts taking shots sure okay he's firing at you whatever but the way kind of targeted them did it was very malicious it was very much uh, going after them again it's just the dressing up in excuses. he's going he's looking for a reason to shoot someone oh he's
1: definitely like i say it's, it's utterly excessive and overboard. But this is a a much more justified excuse than before. I think to himself, that's why I think he he chooses to do it, especially after that conversation with Amos. It's like, no, this this feels right to him. Hmm. Uh. But uh. So that's how we end the episode there. So it's, it's, this episode really sets him up as going to be a
0: problem for the characters. Yeah. You know, because he he kind of faces off against Amos. Uh. I, you know, I, I don't imagine it's going to be long before he's actively interfering in what our crew is doing and mm. maybe throwing okay. a wrench into their their works. Uh. So. You know, so that that goes on, and you know, Naomi wakes up, uh, and she like, "Hey, like, and this is something actually that we, we could have questioned had we had more time to think about it." But um, all these people are belters, all these people who are down here on the planet, uh, and she says, "Hey, there was like you know, ten or so of us who, when we landed, like, started immediately having problems because they hadn't taken to the the gravity meds as quickly as they as everyone else." Um, yeah. now, 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 who knows how long they were taking? It oh, probably longer than Naomi was for sure, because uh, they were planning on yeah. coming here, but um and she's like no I me, mean, no you have to like get basically into orbit like within a, a day or two you're probably going to be dead because that, that's essentially what happened before you know a couple of the guys said no i can just fight through it and within a day they were dead so it's really setting the stakes up here of like how dangerous it is for her to be walking you, around you on just the planet know
1: that there's going to be an emergency sooner rather than later that she has to come down for
0: yeah, and it was one of those things where for some reason I, I was kind of thinking that she was better off on the ship, like it was maybe better, but again, it makes sense that the gravity... I mean, I, I don't know if I figured that, oh, well, the ship has artificial gravity, can they turn that on even though they're on gravity already? <laughs> and have it be less impactful? I I mean, it was stupid, but...
1: there's, a, there's No, there's a logic to that thought process. Cause... But
0: I, I assumed that she was actually fine if she was on the ship still, and that's why they left her back at the ship.
1: Yeah. but No, I think they just left her at the ship because it was... There, there was nothing strenuous there, yeah. like you know, for her to do. Plus I mean, the med the bay's, shore,
0: but plus the med is like right there as well. Yeah, sure but was. There. I think
1: Alex was thinking she'll be sat in a chair. Yeah. She won't be, you know, doing anything, you know, uh, that will strain her body. This will be easy rather than it'll, you know, make it easier because of the gravity.
0: Yeah. So, but no, let Is like no, no. You have to go in AR, but you have to get off the off the planet surface. Um... Which,
1: assuming she takes, you know, the ship, then to do that we're going to be out of commission of a ship should something go should it be necessary immediately on the ground
0: yeah and i didn't take any of this to mean that she can never be fine to be on a planet just that they rushed the meds they rushed everything and it's,
1: it'll take longer yeah,
0: yeah. it's just, it's going to take longer for her heart and all that to you know catch up and be yeah. there so um so yeah uh, so again solid stuff building there uh, go over to holden and alex and uh Okay, you're yeah, the scientist. Um she she actually looked <laughs> she's like doing readings after the lightning and she's like, Okay, I think it came from the, the you know the the structure. I'm gonna come out there. I, I you know, I I'll be there and whatever. How long will it take you to get there? And Holden's like, uh, we're already here. <laughs> so throughout the episode, they're kinda like she knows like the normal world and the letting on, but they're not telling her why they need to be here or
1: Yeah, you, you mentioned earlier the, the, the line that Alex said about, you know, what, what did you do with that circuit? Yeah. You know, what what did you switch on? And she's like, What? What was that? i like, no, then. No, then. We, we, we didn't say anything. Yeah, he
0: says it's a figure of speech, and I'm like, yeah, I'd call
1: bullshit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this lightning eventually stops, and then this like small earthquake, they feel like an earthquake. It's not like super visual, but they feel like a little tremor, and something's happening. And all I can describe it as is, like it's almost like part like a structure, something looks like the structure, right? But imagine it's the, 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 the shark's fin from Jaws, and it's spinning through the ground like a drill, going hmm. through like a you know pretty big distance of the planet uh, before they put a stop to it. Because ultimately, uh, we do And this is interesting. We don't get to see this conversation or hear it, you know, because Alex says to hold, and now would be a good time to talk to Miller. Because earlier on, he was like, I don't know if we can trust them because he didn't seem to care that that you know the settlement may get hit uh, or that I may have been yeah. killed. Uh, but he's like, hey, you should probably talk to him because this thing is probably on path to the settlement. It's going to at least clip some of it, and. He just sort of steps back and kind of turns as if he's talking to someone. And I, I'm like, okay, on the one hand, maybe he did talk to Miller and he said, yeah, he can just shoot it with a torpedo and that'll that'll solve it. And it, to be fair, it does seem to solve the problem for now.
1: For now, yeah. Yeah. On the other hand, I, but as he was doing it, I was thinking, is he just pretending? That's what I was under the impression of. Is, I mean, again, this could be just them hiding the conversation from us. Yeah. But... It, it, it's weird because we've always seen the conversation is like it because there's
0: we someone there who doesn't know he's there like they're, they're sort of doing this thing but because okay is there, they're not showing they us could, they
1: could be, it, it really felt to me like he was looking around for Miller and then kind of kept up the act and then was just and he was like, I don't know what to do I'm going to make an executive decision yeah. as you know as as the leader, um, let's shoot it
0: actually at first I thought the impact did nothing but it did stop spinning, because it, it looked like it bounced off of it almost it at did. first
1: and Again, I'm not sure if it did do anything or if it was just kind of a weird coincidence almost.
0: But it kind of sinks into the earth, like the entire like, our surrounding ground just kind of buckles and it goes in. Yeah. So I'm, there's I'm curious. There's a couple of times as
1: well that, that Holden's kind of, you know, he, he, he stops and touches the ground and and you get the impression that it is thrumming, right? Yeah, you know, there's it's... Because we see it moving around this circle, and it's you know it's spreading out like waves from that, and you kind of get that impression. Yeah, you that can tell pulsing.
0: Yeah, this is a pulsing kind of feel too. Yeah. Um, so no, I'm very, I'm obviously intrigued by what's what's going on here. So yeah, uh, we'll see, we'll see what, what this this thing is. Uh, as of yet, I don't have a clue.
1: Oh, it's fascinating though.
0: Uh, and then obviously we'll go over to Vassarala, who has now got someone to run against uh, this this Gau character. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, given that we had like Moo as a name, f- you know, for multiple characters over a few seasons, like it's kind of a cruel to give us Gau as a new name. Can I just? Can I just throw that out there?
1: I mean, it didn't really bother me.
0: I'm going sure to accidentally it. call her
1: Moo at some point. Uh, yeah, but you're terrible with mixing up names. Shut up! Even when they're not that similar. Shut up! But these are similar. Yeah. Uh, Angela,
0: Darlene. Look, like, that's, that's besides the point. So she's she's going to be running against uh, and there's a little bit of uh you know a little bit of dirt digging going on uh one of her aides comes in and says oh we found that she's kind of skipped the queue on the- i i wasn't i didn't even quite catch what it was uh they were saying i don't know if it was her education or her placement after education but it was uh it's this waiting list that can take years mm. if not decades and she got in there in her first week which in a vassaral no one's that freaking lucky what the hell is going on and yeah. it's like no no like Someone high up essentially gave her a pass and said no. Like so, uh, the she chooses to leak this, uh, and it's worth mentioning when she looks at the poll, she has got a, a comfortable lead, as her husband puts it. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, you you suspect this is all going to backfire, right? Of course, yeah, that that's that the obvious outcome here. Just you know, on the husband, you know, we've got a little bit more of him in this episode, and you know, we talked how mm. he, you know he was recast. The dynamic does feel pretty different between them, because mm-hmm. I think you know before. Yeah, you know, it, it was a it was an older man who was much closer in age to to what she is now. Now, now it's you know this y- younger man, and I, I do feel the dynamic being different here.
0: He also feels more active in her career in a
1: way that the other actor didn't. Yeah, I think uh, the other he had a a lot more like a kindly sort of yeah. thing going on, uh, a lot softer. Whereas uh, I, I don't know, you know. Not, not that this is bad. You know, I, I think it's still a pretty good performance. It's very different. Yeah,
0: it's just different from what we had before, and we're just getting used to it. So yeah, um, but yeah, uh, I know Vassarala was dropping f bombs left and right because, of course, she she was. Uh, yeah, they
1: really went well. We're on Amazon now. Screw it.
0: Yeah, um, that's the thing. Uh, Gao comes by to hand in a resignation, kind of officially, and she even comments, "This is stupid to even have to do this, sh- the little tradition." And Vassarala's, like, "No, no, we'll we'll stick to all these things." So you know uh it's interesting um so that, that was basically it uh, for vassarala um mm-hmm. obviously bobby did have some interesting stuff going on here because uh her nephew david is kidnapped essentially and forced to sort of work off the debt of the lab that was destroyed and we meet the the girlfriend's boss this uh guy who as an actor I actually i kind of recognized him and i couldn't quite place it and it's because i'm used to seeing him here yeah he's got his head shaved in this um
1: what's he been in because I, I felt like i was recognizing him especially his voice
0: Let me, you know what, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Let me just click on him again. Um, Where is it? Right, so the actor is uh, Paul Schulze, if I say that properly. Um, And he was in uh, The Fourth Rambo, he was in Panic Room, he was in 24.
1: Um, It's just one of these, he's popped up all over then.
0: He was in the Punisher TV show, which you watch some of. Um, Yeah, yeah, you know, honestly, with Hera, I, I recognize him immediately.
1: Yeah, because I definitely, like, recognise him, like, vaguely. And I'm like, I've seen him in something, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, some episodes of West Wing, some episodes of this, some episodes of that. Yeah. An episode of Frasier. Yeah. <laughs> it's all over the place. Um, But I got got a new look, and he is kind of the boss, and he's like, hey... Because he was saying, obviously, like, you know, give me David back. And he's like, like, all all we want you to do, you've got access to, you know, the, the, the decommissioning you know, military ships, you've got access to all those storerooms, uh, all we want you to do is leave one open accidentally and David and can go she, home and she's
1: immediately like what do you want because if it's weapons I'm not doing it
0: yeah she's very strong on her so she's not wanting to do that and he gives her a little data pants. and says no 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 uh, like, there's all the information you need and she's like why should I believe you and it's you know notably when she goes to do, do this um, she does actually do something extra she actually goes and checks the, the items that they're taking um, yeah
1: and it was Again, like, making sure it's not weapons at first. right? Yeah, assume.
0: it was like circus. I mean, it did say for a light beam, I believe was what it said. It was a
1: light beam encryption, uh, tight beam encryption. So it's to mm. uh, presumably to crack the encryptions of whoever's you know using those codes.
0: Yeah, so uh, and she does actually make a point of taking photos. She has like this uh, cool visor thing in her helmet and she starts yeah. taking photos of the, the two guys going to collect them um, and sort of keeps yeah. track. And... We did
1: miss a, a major beat between these two parts, though.
0: Oh, of course, I forgot that was before this scene, you're right. Uh, she goes, yeah. she, so, she's on the way to work, and she's she makes the call to actually just turn and go to the police station. And I, I mean, this makes sense for Bob, she's been so loyal to, to Mars and so loyal to like the book. To, to a fault, right? Yeah. And she goes in and says, okay, the detective will see you now. And who is the detective but the same asshole who just asked her to go and
1: get the... And she's like, ah, oh, of course you're a goddamn cop.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, Martin explains, look... You know, like Martians need this too, and like you're gonna do this. And she even says, "Yeah, but because like, she brings up security cameras and stuff. Hey, there's glitches all the time, implying that he can kind of take care of that, that there won't be any issue, yeah, uh, with that. Um, and it takes a sort of interesting turn because he actually comes uh, meet him um, on, on one of the. Uh, I always it a tram, but that's, that's not the right word.
1: Yeah, it's, it's train seems wrong. Trams.
0: I'm I'm sure they called it something in, in previous seasons, and I've just monorail, kind of monorail. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Transport. Uh, so he, he meets up with her, and David's already back home. Uh, he kept his word. That's done, and he's got her there because he basically wants to employ her. It's like your you're person of your skills and your experience that like you could be very useful and make a lot of money. And she's like, well, I'm not criminal. Like, I'm not doing that. And he's like, hey, like, you know, like all these warships, all this technology that Mars because obviously since the first episode of the show, it's always been Mars has had the best technology they've put so much effort into that, that they're ahead of everyone else. Uh, But no one's using it because war's over. And now this new frontier, this new place of dreams are the gates. That's where that's where everything's going. And it's not that he wants to go there himself. You know, as she points out, he's kind of just selling this presumably to the OPA. Like he's selling this to other people.
1: Yeah, he makes part of going, oh, I don't care about their political affiliations. Highest bidder, I'm sure, is all he cares about.
0: Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of interesting that he's try to like sort of plead to the morality or, or whatever of her of, of saying, you know, this is the future and Mars is going to change because of it and you can be ahead of that. But at the same time, he is just making money and he's
1: not he's not actually
0: devout to any sort of
1: to be fair, he never denies that either, though.
0: That's true. Yeah,
1: you know, when he he kind of gives her that spiel, and she's like, "Oh yeah," and you conveniently make but a it, lot of money, and he kind of just sits there and is like, "Yeah, sure." But you know. it kind
0: of hurts his sales pitch. If he's going to sell it to her on you're doing the right thing, it's kind of hard to swallow when that's not why he does this. <laughs> like no you know um, and although w- w- other than having her as a, some sort of enforcer or bodyguard or whatever like you know what use does spif- specifically does he have for her that would make her feel that like she is contributing to any sort of goal or like you know whole thing that she's feel that like she's contributing to like I, I mean I'm confused I mean given we're only episode 3 of, of the show I obviously there's going to be more plot to this so I assume something's going to tempt her
1: uh, you have to imagine so right yeah because uh, you know it ends with with him you know when he's leaving saying oh, well, mars needs more citizens like you and i assume she's just gonna see some pretty shitty martian citizens
0: that or she'll get screwed over again or something yeah. or or whatever um very interesting I, I i do let's be honest when it comes to bobby's scenes, like I, i'm enjoying them but it's all about the countdown until she gets to beat them up right Kind of, because there's a there's a point where she says to him, "Next time you come for me, you better bring a gun, because I the not want killing kill an unarmed man." <laughs> like that, I mean, that's a badass line. Um, was,
1: yeah, and, and she took something to stab him with in, in case he, you know, he wasn't going to give David back, and and he's very aware of this. So I'll just see how far I can push you before you shiv me. Yeah,
0: yeah, he was very, yeah, he was very aware. He's very self aware of that. So it, yeah, like it's, it's it's intriguing so far. I'm curious to see uh, where this goes. And does she go down the rabbit hole, as it were? Or is this... Because I I think I was making the assumption last week that this was going to be her fending off this this uh, kind of, like, force, right? And this has kind of changed the game a little bit, where, no, now it's kind of about tempting her to be a part of something else. And
1: does yeah, she take cause...
0: that... You know, versus so... a Vassarala's offer, where this is made... Because I think that Vassarala's offer, like, I almost felt like it may have been out of pity, like, oh, because she cares about her, she feels like she's been saved. Whereas this, she's been offered this based on her own skills, or at least she'll see it that way.
1: It's, and I think what's interesting is again the the way she's viewing it in context of Mars, because all of this is she is so loyal to Mars. That's part of why she, well, I think part of why she turned down Vassarala's offer because, mm. no, no, no. Despite the way they've treated her, she is still loyal to Mars. And you know, and this guy's going, hey, you know, Mars is going to have to change if we want to be at the forefront still. And I think she might kind of go in that direction of, I can change Mars, I can help change the direction and make the planet and society, you know, strong, essentially. And and, the question is,
0: what does he mean exactly when he's talking about change? Like, does he, like, are they actually forming some sort of group, like the OPA, but for Mars, that is like a, Mm -hmm. you know... That that is does it have power because it has a body and because it will attack and because it will do whatever. Or is it simply a case of trying to influence the place? You know the parts that are in place already. Like, I, I'm not sure.
1: I think it's, it's interesting that we've always got the impression that Mars has kind of been run by the military, and maybe that's not entirely true, but it's always felt like that. It's always felt um,
0: unified. It's never up until now. It's never felt like there's been opposing opinions on Mars, essentially.
1: Right, but now, n- now that it's peacetime right? War's over. Why do you need a military in charge? Hmm. Uh, will that kind of you know everything that we've seen you know, Mar- from Martians before this is hey look everything we do is so that we can beat Earth you know or everyone's contributing in their own way now that they're not trying to be Earth what's their you know goal they they haven't got that unifier anymore that's where the splintering is going to come from
0: yeah yeah and hell there's even a line from a Vassar at one point where for the first time in however long like Earth and Mars are finally at peace. And all anyone can talk about is leaving to go to these stupid rings. Like, you know, we're finally yeah. we've finally found peace here. And now everyone's just like, oh, let's just go. Let's just go to the new exciting thing. Um, pretty much. And she's uh she's better, but I can't wait to see her actually do like a public debate. Uh, like I can just see her losing her shit and like start dropping F bombs left and right on stage.
1: Joe, uh, you know I I know I think I've seen some people go, yeah, you know, they they're just kinda of going overboard with F bombs because they can now. I don't know. Uh, a a as a character just feels like she wants to drop them every other sentence anyway.
0: Yeah, I have I mean, I think it was sort of slowly ramping up throughout the show, to be honest. But by, by the time we got to, you know, season late season three... Uh, well, admittedly, that's what I was kind of missing for the last half of season three. But, you know, if you remember the first half of season three when, you know, Bobby had her in the ship and she was, like, talking yeah. about how much she hates space, like, she was dropping F-bombs fairly regularly then. She was. And she's uh,
1: always kind of felt like that. But now it's just like, yeah, this, it just feels natural coming from her, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. So yeah no problems there um yeah i have. To, I mean yeah all the plot lines are for the most part intriguing me and it's it's interesting that we have kind of a like a straight up human villain this season uh in a way that i don't know if we've had because we've definitely had opposing forces and there was a lot of stuff with like fred johnson or even dawes where there was coops and there was like you know allegiances shifting in that but it always felt like okay they're kind of antagonistic towards our main characters and what they're trying to do but in that whereas Murtry kind of just feels like an evil dickbag and like he's yeah. going to get in the way and the only way we're going to get out of this is to put him down i mean i suppose we i mean we had yeah sure like we had like you know the evil doctor and stuff and and whatnot and uh obviously Mao himself but like i don't know like that, that's that's that, he feels different i, I think Mercury feels different maybe, maybe it's just the idea that all those characters before were like evil versions of like you know other characters we've had whereas this is the evil version of Amos which is an interesting concept it's kind of, it's, it's kind of more terrifying in a way yeah. um, so no intrigued but uh, that is episode 3 okay. of The Expanse season 4 uh, we'll be back as soon as we can with episode 4 so let us know you thought episode 3 in the comments like and subscribe all that stuff get us on the twitters mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates all that stuff helps us as does of course rating the podcast on Apple Podcasts 5 stars more people will find us that way If you want to support the show financially, you can do that over at patreon.com slash mailedfuzzTV and you can do that for as little as $1 per month and get some bonuses, bonus episodes, bonus outtakes, that kind of thing, and there's there's a lot of things at the higher tiers. Uh, But it helps keep all the content coming and lets us devote our time to it, so uh, go and have a look-see. Otherwise, though, that is us, so thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla?